I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. On the economic front, some interesting developments are occurring in Brownsville. Steve Taylor spoke to the Director of Small Business Development with the Brownsville Community Improvement Corporation, Nathan Burkhart. According to Burkhart, at least one of these economic initiatives is available for businesses located not just in Brownsville, but also outside of the city limits of Brownsville within Cameron County. Here's Steve Taylor. I am in Brownsville, Texas today. We're at the offices of the Brownsville Community Improvement Corporation. Nathan Burkhart is the person I'm interviewing, and uh, and he's going to get us up to speed on all the great things that have been happening in Brownsville. And I don't need to uh, to to tell anyone just just how how much Brownsville's in the news these days for all the right reasons, all the positive reasons, lots of growth happening, lots of exciting things. And Nathan and his team, uh, the Brownsville Community Improvement Corporation, is in the middle of most of it. A lot of the activity here, his, uh, his organization, uh, Josh Mahir's organization, gets involved in. So Nathan, the floor is yours. Well, a lot of, uh, <clears throat> a lot of exciting things happening in Brownsville. Um, we're excited to announce that just yesterday we opened up, and it, this is again part of our eBridge Center, uh, we just started our revolving loan fund. So back in June, the Economic Development Agency granted us a $2 million revolving loan fund. Um, we've created that into what we're calling our, our eBridge fund. It is a source of uh, capital uh, for small businesses to apply. Uh, essentially, BCIC can act as a bank. We can act as a CDFI. We can provide interest lo- low, low interest loans, uh, lower than what you would find at any typical bank, um, part- particularly because of federal laws regulate that we have to go below them, um, for any amount from 15000 to $500,000 um, for, for working capital for small businesses. The exciting part is this doesn't just cover Brownsville, Texas. Uh, we can assist Los Fresnos, Harlingen, San Benito, South Padre. Anyone in Cameron County can apply for this program. Any special criteria a business has to, has to you know, any, any hurdles they have to jump to apply? Um, no, no, it's it's a regular application. Um, it will, the interest rate and the amount of credit line that they can pull will, will clearly be based on either the individual or the business credit as, as with any bank. Um, but the hoops that they have to jump through are a lot less severe than what you would have to with a bank because we're, again, we're an EDO. We're a nonprofit EDO. We're not a CDFI or a bank, so we can provide a little bit more flexibility there. Um, <clears throat> beyond that, our eBridge Center uh, has a new roof now. Uh, we've literally raised the roof uh, about another eight feet. The, the building is uh, set to be completed sometime in about March or April of, of this coming year. Um, we're, we're really excited about that. The, all the services are still out there, but this will be the first time where we'll have a physical location for all those services that we've, we've been talking about for a while. Um, <clears throat> beyond that, uh, and just to kind of continue to talking about downtown, our, our big 2.0 grant uh, just wrapped up its third round of funding um, this past Monday. We've had about $18 million in private capital roll into downtown just from that grant. Um, it was created uh, with a generous donation from the Elon Musk Foundation. Um, with that $2 million, we've been able to attract, like I said, over $18 million into downtown. Uh, we're revitalizing a n- number of buildings along Washington Street and Elizabeth. 
we hope that this <clears throat> can uh, be a catalyst for more improvement in growth going into downtown. Um, I, I, can, I can assure you that in the next three years, downtown Brownsville is going to look completely different. <clears throat> um, beyond that, uh, we're, we're really also excited that our Startup Texas program uh, received the Gold Award from the International Economic Development Council. Um, this is an organization that's probably known as like the premier economic development agency in terms of, of awards and credentials. Uh, we've been applying to them for three years for an award uh, in five different categories every year. So after 15 different applications, we, we finally did get one, and we won gold. Um, it, was, it was great to, to see our Startup Texas program uh, kind of get that recognition, but also kind of showcase the collaborative effort that we put in during uh, the COVID pandemic. That's, I, I really truly believe that it was the um, collaboration in, in saving so many businesses and kind of creating our own now a, a CRM database for businesses within Brownsville. It all kind of stemmed from Startup Texas and, and COVID kind of happening at the same time. Um, I'd like to go back to a couple of things you said there, but before I do, before I, the little things that you know uh, jump out the page for me to to, uh, to ask you to sort of explain more in depth. Before I do that, um, we always want to give credit to all the entities that are involved in this. And yeah. so, for example, with the downtown revitalization, um, BCIC is working in collaboration with the city of Brownsville. When you got you got the funding from the Musk Foundation, uh, do you? spearhead that effort to, to, as you say, transform downtown, or is it you're working with other entities? Uh, we're, we're spearheading that. Um, so, so the Musk Foundation gave us $2 million. We decided to use that in its own big grant program. We've, we've had big 1.0 forever. Um, we decided to make a 2.0 version that was specific to what the Musk Foundation wanted to see, which is what we want to see as well, more density into downtown, our historic buildings refurbished. So we made those boundaries of that grant program within the, the heart and center of downtown. Technically, downtown really exists when you've exited 6th Street on, on the highway and you start driving down through Midi. You're, you're already entering into downtown. But uh, we, we decided to keep those uh, dis that district within the heart of downtown and <clears throat> um, open up the application towards those that are going to be activating vertical levels. Uh, we've got a lot of second, third, fourth floors downtown that need to be activated for either housing or, or uh, offices, what have you. The um, city of Brownsville has been great in trying to fast track some of the permits down there. Um, there's a lot of infrastructure that's been around since the you know, early to late 1800s that's still around and still in use. So ensuring that that infrastructure works with these redevelopments, uh, it's, it's been tricky. Uh, the City of Brownsville has been a great partner. Um, Musk Foundation has been a generous donator. Uh, we just hope to keep that re uh, relationship moving forward. So can you tell us why did the Musk Foundation say, well, we want to, we want to give you this money, but we want you to focus in this on this particular aspect of things? It would seem as though for, them, for that foundation to do that, they'd toured downtown and said, You've got something here. You've got a gem here that really could be polished up. What was what were the conversations like, to, you know, before they said, "Yep, yeah, oh, we want you to do that." That's that's ex actually exactly what happened. Um, my, my understanding is that they did drive around downtown. They did look at some buildings and see the potential that was there. Uh, but more importantly, they also know the people that they're bringing to Brownsville. You know, they're looking at scaling up their efforts by another 1,500 employees on top of the 2,000 that are already out there. 
they're going to be staying in Brownsville or Laguna Vista or Port Isabel or South Padre or Los Fresnos, but the majority are going to be staying in Brownsville. And millennials, Gen Z, they, they want a walkable, livable downtown area. They want the cities that they're coming from, the, the, those, uh, how can I say this? They, they want the same um, facilities that they've been used to in Brownsville. And we also want our own <laughs> downtown to, to be able to thrive as well. So I, I think it was a little bit of both in that they've seen the potential just as we did, but they also know that for their people to be happy, they need the same quality of life aspects that they've received in other cities down here in Brownsville. And it just so happened that their vision absolutely coincided with yours. You would have, you wanted to, to see the same thing. Yeah, uh, the, the minute we heard that um, the Musk Foundation was donating $10 million to, to downtown, we uh, knew, well, we didn't know, but we expected that we would be in those talks in some capacity or another. Um, they gave us a million dollars to start with Big 2.0. We drafted it, and the day that we launched it, they went ahead and said, you know what, take another million and see what you can do with it. So it's been great. Um, we just wrapped up our third round. We have just a little bit left for a fourth final round. Um, I, I can't give away too many of the projects, but, I mean, we're looking at revitalizing a number of historical buildings. We're looking at a brewery coming into downtown. Uh, we're looking at some uh, – well, we've already had the affordable housing coming in, but we're also looking at brand new housing coming in. So it's it's the density starting to build, and I, I and I would like to touch on um, a few aspects. I know that there is a concern, right, a rightful concern, about possible gentrification in the area, and and that that is absolutely a possibility. But the only way to kind of prevent that is to create, or rather, bake in from the beginning. Uh, affordable housing, transient housing, both of which are the largest projects happening right now. Uh, the City of Brownsville's Housing Authority is fixing up the El Hardin Hotel to create um, affordable housing units. We've got uh, Come Dream, Come Builds creating the first permanent temporary um, housing for, for the houseless, uh, the, the first and I think the only south of either San Antonio or Corpus. So it, we're, we're, we're baking in in the beginning early on um, the issues that can kind of combat that rising sense of, of gentrification in our area. Um, on top of that, we're also still able to revitalize these historic buildings, many of which were, were built with mud from the Rio Grande. I mean, there's that cultural historicity with it. Do, do you sometimes think, well, you have to pinch yourselves to think you are actually working with the Musk Foundation? <laughs> Uh, because, you know, that there's tens of hundreds of communities around the country that would love the opportunity to work with a such a prestigious foundation, and it's Brownsville. I mean, does it? These are heady times you know, for the city, but for your corporation in particular. Uh, absolutely. Uh, I, I, you know, growing up here, I always felt that our geography was our, our greatest strength everywhere in the valley. Um, and like many millennials, I, I left to, to seek greener pastures, if you will. Um, what's great is that that no longer has to be the case for uh, graduating seniors. You know, there, there's a wealth of potential in the valley. And again, it was our geography that brought SpaceX here. And it's our geography that makes our, our location unique. And it's that same geography that's going to be presenting us with numerous, numerous possibilities. 
And so the timeline, you, you, you mentioned earlier that Brownsville is, the downtown Brownsville is going to be transformed. Um, what's the time frame, do you think, and how, you know, what do you think we'll be seeing when we see that transformation complete? Uh, I think the transformation is kind of emanating from Market Square, um, but, but beyond that, we're seeing other anchors in different parts of downtown being developed, and, and that's going to kind of emanate from there, and just the, the ripple effect is, is going to be present. Um, you know, this, this all started, I'd say, about 10 or 12 years ago. A coalition came together, saw the potential of Brownsville, and started working towards that. Um, and since then, other organizations, as well as ourselves, have, have been able to jump in. And, you know, we've got that Boca Chica billionaire who's been able to help us out tremendously. Uh, I, I truly see uh, downtown as being its own entire ent entity in the next three to five years. Mm -hmm. uh, much like if you were to go to Austin or Nashville, they have their own downtown alliance. It's its own city within a city. Uh, that's exactly what we're going to have here in Brownsville. Mm -hmm. Because it's commonly it's thought, thought of that Brownsville, outside of San Antonio, is the most historic city in Texas. You've got more historic architecture than anywhere else outside of San Antonio. Yeah, that's, that's very true. Uh, we love to mention that in, in, any, in any capacity that we can. Um, and ensuring that that, histri that history stays while still being redeveloped is, is extremely important. And it's why so much of the change you're seeing has been gradual. You know, I, I know of a few developers who've had to work on buildings for two, three years to get it up to where they needed to be, but still remaining within the Texas Historical Commission's rules and guidelines. Well, thank you for the update about um, all the great things happening downtown. Um, and you've mentioned SpaceX a few times. Before we start talking about eBridge, which I really do want to chat up to you about, uh, what are the updates from SpaceX? What are you hearing? What their plans are? They're they're very quiet, <laughs> but but I do know that publicly they've they've already mentioned that they want to bring in about fifteen hundred more employees. And that's either going to be locals or, or those from out of state still. Um, you know, there's, there's plenty of activity going on over there. Uh, I, I love taking people out there and, and reminding them that, you know, 18, 19 months ago, none of this existed. It was a beach with two satellites that they had installed back in, what, 2014? So, so for the, the development to be taking place, it's, it's enormous. And... What's great is SpaceX is now finally, you know, we've been claiming them forever because they're on our beach, but they've now actually entered the city limits of Brownsville by uh, uh, moving into about 100,000 square feet of warehouse over near the airport. I've, I've joked that it's uh, SpaceX Southmost, but, you know, it, it is uh, SpaceX in Brownsville now with, the, with an actual anchored location. Um, it's, it's only going to grow further. Uh, there's only so much development you can do on a, on a beach that is surrounded by a national wildlife refuge. So I think we're going to be seeing more of that spillover into our community. Thank you for that. And okay, so let's move on to the Ebridge Center. Um, define what it's going to be and also tell us a little bit about how UTRGV is a component of that. That interests yeah. me. So uh, the Ebridge Center is going to be the largest both entrepreneurial resource and incubator south of San Antonio. Um, it's going to be two floors. The second floor is going to have a makerspace with some offices for our startups. The first floor is going to have your typical uh, co-sharing workspace, but with some offices for venture capitalists, permitting offices. Um, and then, of course, our, our number one partner in all of this, UTRGB's Entrepreneurship and Commercialization Center. 
Uh, we've been working with uh, UTRGV ECC, which is what we say for, sh for short, um, for a number of years now. They have a great incubator program themselves. Uh, we just wanted to be able to scale that those efforts up. In fact, the development of our Startup Texas program was created with them in mind because so many of their entrepreneurs needed seed funding to get those projects just going a little bit. Um, so we've been able to create not only Startup Texas, but you know, develop this ecosystem within Brownsville uh, emanating from eBridge with UTRGV. So UTRGV is going to have uh, a good ch chunk of the first floor of their offices, and they'll also be uh, their programming will be facilitated through eBridge as well. Um, it's it's a it's it's a great project. It's a great building. Um, it's in the heart of downtown. It's right on Adams Street. It's in the midst of all the revitalization taking place. But but more importantly, it's to really kind of push or establish that open and inclusive ecosystem of entrepreneurship that we know is here, but does not have those training wheels left. You know, uh, we, we really want to make it to where <clears throat> anyone with, an, from an idea to a legacy business can kind of walk in and immediately get the support, the permits, the business plan, the seed funding, anything that they need to, to scale up and commercialize. And you had plans for this. You wanted to do that. You wanted to to encourage and foster uh, entre the entrepreneurs of, of this area anyway. And you were doing that. And then UTRGV, this, this is the way it happened, UTRGV wanted to do the same. Mm -hmm. And you got together and said, let's do this together. Is that how it worked? Pretty much. Uh, not only that, but UTRGV had kind of already started on their incubator programs uh, with the Kauffman Foundation. Um, BCIC, notably Josh, is extremely well-versed with the Kauffman Foundation, so it was kind of like, hey, we're, we're both doing the same thing, let's just, just put our resources together and, and thrive, and, we, and we've been able to. Uh, I, I love uh, pointing out you know, a few of our, our round one uh, finalists through Startup Texas. You know, we've, we, uh, for instance, Permittivity. They are a leak detection um, uh, innovating company that has been able to uh, detect oil leaks at a rate 100 times better than what's currently available. They could have easily, uh, these three engineers from UTRGV could have easily, students, mind you, could have gone to Houston, gone to Austin, got their seed funding, established their business there, and thrived. Uh, we were able to give them enough seed funding to, to stay in Brownsville, make it a Brownsville location, hire locally, and scale here. Um, like There are numerous tech companies that have been started at other communities because our best and brightest left here. So how do we ensure that the best and brightest at least stay here or know that they can come back here to, 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 to scale those businesses? Uh, there is no reason why a company needs to leave Brownsville or, or McAllen or what have you to pursue those ventures. There's enough resources available and in a much smaller pond and a more affordable pond, I would say, in the valley. And that's really what we're trying to highlight. Mm -hmm. And uh, again, uh, completion date, um, ribbon cutting, have got, got that scheduled I, yet? I think the ribbon cutting will probably be about March. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sure you're well versed of this, the ports are dreadfully overflowed. Um, there's uh, long lines, I mean, I love all the photos of people out on the beach with just all the ships waiting to enter, even the Port of Brownsville. You know, Port of Los Angeles is looking at doing 24-7 stuff now. Um, 
some of Ebridge's stuff is on those boats waiting to arrive, uh, even our elevator. So we're, we're shooting for February, March. Um, it might, we'll, we'll definitely have the ribbon cutting by then, but will it be furnished? We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. But, uh, but yeah, we're, we're excited to get those doors open. I can't wait to see it. So um, that's going to be ex very uh, exciting to, to see it all come together because we've talked about it f over the years. And I know it's one of your top priorities, yeah. BCIC, for sure. Uh, this isn't your um, special specialization, area of specialization, but I think you would uh, be supportive of it. The city of Brownsville working really hard to get Brownsville wired, so to mm -hmm. speak, to, to uh, you know, reduce that digital divide. For years, Brownsville was always at the top of the table for being unconnected. You know, the, the connectivity rate was very poor in Brownsville, and yet there's this really determined effort by the city to make sure you've got the fastest high-speed internet uh, available. Um, how do you, as a group, BCIC, do you get involved in that, and how, you know, how important is that for, for, for the work you do? It's, it's absolutely important. And in fact, uh, eBridge Center will have a gigabit uh, data going to it, thanks to our partners uh, VTX1 as well as UTRGV. Um, there has been uh, that the city of Brownsville has really taken the initiative, along with the mayor, to to um, kind of host those talks of, of closing the digital divide. And I believe the city commission already agreed on funding the middle mile, so that connection is coming. Um, we are in the works of, of, of working with VTX1 on creating that fiber ring around downtown because if we want these startups within downtown, they're going to need that internet. Um, so that that is a critical component of both eBridge, of the city of Brownsville, and our initiatives, and everything I just said previously about trying to keep those startups here in the valley. Um, it's it's going to be a game changer, and I think with the further spillover of, of SpaceX and the business support services that we already seen moving in to fulfill the needs for SpaceX, it's it's not going to be it's going to be more than a demand. It's going to be a necessity. So, John, clear of what you just said, the fact that Brownsville be, will be truly wired at the highest um, speeds available, that's the game changer? That's, a, that's an enormous game changer, especially in downtown. You know, if, if, uh, if I run a data center or if I, you know, have a software company, I'm going to need that. If that's not in Brownsville, if that's not in McAllen, then I'm leaving. So we, we absolutely need that. It is a critical infrastructure. Well, Nathan Burkhart, thank you so much for today's interview. Is there anything I've left out, any other things that you would like to mention uh, in this update? The, the only thing I think I'd want to mention is, is uh, again, and, and not to like pat ourselves on the back, but, but I, would, I would like to kind of highlight our, our collaborative relationship with UTRGV and the Chamber and even GBIC on um, us being able to obtain that uh, gold award from IEDC. You know, Startup Texas, it started off as a seed fund when we announced it in February of 2020. And in March of 2020, when the world changed, we had to adapt. And being a type B EDC, uh, we have to wait 60 days before any new program comes out. And there was no way that we could wait 60 days to see our small businesses fail. Um, so using a little bit of innovation, uh, utilizing our partners at the Chamber, GBIC, as well as UTRGV, we created that COVID response team under Startup Texas, we saved 900, uh, we, we assisted 900 businesses, saved 1,500 employees, we've uh, invested in 10 startups, and we were able to bring in about $9.6 million in relief 
through that program. And, and IEDC recognized that and, and presented us with gold. So that gold award, it, it's not just BCICs, it's the communities, and, and we're really proud of that. And I'm, I'm pretty sure you just have, that hasn't really been recognized, the public may not know they don't. just how significant they, that they is. They don't, and, and I feel like it may have even been overshadowed with a, with a few of other bigger events happening over the past two weeks, but it, uh, to, to win an award from IADC is, is truly a milestone. But to be able to win it with the program and the collaborative effort that we had is just a great, uh, it's, it's a great hometown story. Yeah, you wouldn't have got that award if you hadn't made, made a difference in the community. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, got it. Well, thank you so much. Really enjoyed this update uh, and uh, just tapping in, 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 a little, in a little way into all the great things happening in your city. Thanks, Nathan. Thank you. According to its website, the Brownsville Community Improvement Corporation is the primary engine for economic development. I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service.